The Creeps Lounge contains adult language and content. Listener discretion is advised. What is up, creeps? It's Weird Wednesday. Welcome back to the Creeps Lounge, where we talk anything paranormal, unusual, cryptic, or true crime. If you don't know, I'm Crystal. And I'm Rick. Let's get weird. Nothing to it but to do it. Nothing to it but to do it. You guys, I was just asking Ricky right now. because he was like um how should we start the podcast and i was like it's there's nothing to it but to do it and then i started that little melody and i was like where is that off of and i'm like as long as we don't have any like copyright issues (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i just know that it just came to me all of a sudden and i don't know where that is off of exactly but i got that little tune stuck in my head anyway so you guys want to know what's really weird other than us um the shitty weather we've been having lately like it's mid spring not mid spring but it's been a month since spring started like what the fuck bro it's been pretty pretty dumb i mean i I don't know we're just snowing in april it's not normal here yeah you know i was actually just looking into it and um i was like googling it you know because i have to google everything that i come by and um i guess it's it's happened like six times since like the 1800s like well 18 something i say the 1800s and it sounds like fucking (laughs) you know like back in the the what do you medieval medieval days (laughs) um but anyways so yeah some interesting facts is what that of course and um we have not we but in portland oregon we live in oregon but have received the first measurable snowfall in april ever recorded in history so that's wait this year it was yeah yeah this this monday this past monday so that's new (laughs) that's dumb that's new (laughs) i'm not Um, i hate the snow you know i don't like the snow But, I mean, it is what it is. You know, Mother Nature... Oh, she's just probably upset at all of us because we're, like, draining Mother Earth. You know how of those parasites be. Yeah, you know, you guys, we haven't really had much going on this week. We Ricky's just been really working a lot, and I've been, you know, at home, homeschooling the kids, doing the pod, you know, just working on that. Um... We've been pretty busy, but I I know if you guys have noticed me like clearing my throat constantly throughout every episode almost, it's because I have been battling colds like back to back, like even now I need to clear my throat. But I think when we first started the podcast, I had a nasty cold and I just kept clearing my throat and now I have one again. So if you keep on hearing me clear my throat, I am so sorry. You know what I noticed about me? That heavy breathing, that's me. The heavy breathing. Every once in a while you hear like a little whistle, like shh, that's that's my heavy breathing. (laughs) That's your, the whistle, the heavy breathing whistle. High blood pressure. Yeah. And it doesn't help, well I don't know about Maybe this is going to affect that, but drinking black coffee right now, because i got to stay up. <laughs> it's going to make that blood pressure skyrocket. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah, that, that little clearing of the throat. I'm sorry for that. Um, hopefully, I will get over this little cold soon. It seems like I'm going over the hump right now. But it's because we have been um, bowling and just doing more things, going out with the kids more. And eating out more, going to restaurants. So, um, yeah, I'm just strengthening my immune system. <laughs> um, speaking of restaurants, you know, <clears throat> it's just something I thought about today. I was listening to Guest Spooky Podcast. Shout out 
get spooky. They're awesome. They have an amazing show. They're fun. They're hilarious. Check them out. Um, but they were talking about like the the food where they're from and the diversity. And um, they did have some things that they were you know, um, talking about, and I'm just like, oh my God, we have none of that here. Like (laughs) we have like no diversity here. Like, yes, we do have events once or twice a year that we celebrate quote unquote diversity or certain cultures, but we don't have like hardly any like street vendors or people selling flowers or like elote or anything like that. We have like two paleteros, it's been the same ones too that have been coming yeah. around for a while. <laughs> Over many, many years. So we have the one paletero that travels from Milton into Wallet just to you know get his little hustle on over there but that's pretty much the most and we have recently had some street vendors come in oh, yeah. um with their little they're all My of kids their broke their yeah. shit <laughs> <laughs> some of their accidentally though they yeah they accidentally they had all their stuff laying on the sidewalk and um my son was super excited running up and down the sidewalk looking for a toy and he accidentally broke one of their glass globes so we ended up leaving there with three stuffies and we paid ninety dollars <laughs> i was like i feel ripped off but you know what i don't like to um i don't like to haggle street vendors i think that they got their hustle going and good for them you know i i try to support local um businesses especially street vendors you know um the min- the little you know the few ones that we have because the one thing too that i noticed when i went to walla last year i don't know if he's, he's probably gonna come back but one thing I, I, I mean, this is not really helping your diversity thing, but um, <laughs> there's a hot dog vendor that kind of chills by, by uh, hot dogs. Oh my God. The diversity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I'm just talking about like street vendors. Like he, to me too, was like, cause he was telling me that he surprisingly does get busy and there, it's, it's pretty good. But I think overall, like you mentioned earlier, like that. I'm talking about like, I'm talking about raspados. I'm talking about people selling flowers on the sidewalk that kind of stuff like you know just a melting pot of different cultures and people selling and and doing their thing here i don't know about here but you know walla walla is much more conservative so it's a lot of like wineries and bougie indie clothing and furniture stores downtown so i think the most diverse thing is like downtown walla walla and like they have like an indian restaurant which is super good they have sushi sushi. they have a boba tea they have the greek place which is really good as well but other than that it's like wineries up the ass with boomers you know just sitting out there drinking like a hundred dollar glass of wine i am drunk (laughs) yeah so you know uh you know I would love to see more diversity out here. I know that I'm not trying to invalidate what we do have going on, but there's so much more that I think we have a lot of potential in Walla Walla. It's such a beautiful place. It's actually growing a lot of. Um, it's it's a it's a one of the most growing cities in Washington. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people are moving down here because of the wine country, because of the winery industry here is getting bigger, um, and so. You know, me doing the work that I do, I meet a lot of clients that are from Seattle and Portland area that are moving down here, buying all the homes that the people are remodeling, which is um, which is nice because, I mean, the, it, we're getting bigger. You know, we're getting mm-hmm. other stores like, you know, this whole little strip mall thing that they just opened up a few years ago that before that was here, there was really nothing else. Like, guys, we are struggling over here. Like, it's like the talk of the town when there's a new restaurant being put up. Like, um, or the Goodwill that's being built. In yeah, front of it's Depot. like <laughs> we got a Taco Bell in Milton Free Water. And when it was being built, people were just like, oh my God, the Taco Bell's open. And we're getting I mean, in O'Reilly's too. Yeah. Oh my God, look at this guy. He's so yeah. excited. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I mean, this is how much we are thirsty. Well, and then also the uh, Mi Pueblito's coming down here. They're opening yeah, the restaurant and then yeah. the other new Caliceria that I'm excited for that. You guys, I just want to see more people of color and, you know, just immigrants and um, Latinos and just more people coming out and really um, showing off our culture and our food and all of our cool 
snacks, um, everything. Yeah, snacks, all sorts of stuff. I really would love to see that more. And I think that's something that we lack greatly in Walla Walla and Milton Free Water. Mm-hmm. We have maybe two or three taco trucks. I think the closest is like Tri-Cities, <clears throat> right? Like if Pasco has more. They have the flea market, which is really cool. Do they still do the flea they market? They do. Um, they, they closed the one in Toppenish off, so I guess all their vendors and customers are coming down to here because oh, wow. Roman goes and sells some of his paintings there and um he said that it's you walk it just like a bunch like if you were just in trance because so many people wow. so many people so it's like you know it can get pretty messy sometimes but i yeah. mean they, they have a lot of cool stuff a lot, you of, guys, you know, a lot of things you won't find i don't even want to talk about the porta potty because <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare like i let's just say i went to the flea market the last time i was there i was like nine months pregnant oh i'm over exaggerating i was like five months pregnant but i was big and i had my bladder was like not in control wait wait, wait, we're in line for like 15 minutes (laughs) and like literally you guys it was like 99 degrees outside it was hot it was like i needed a pee so bad and like i was like oh my god oh my god i I went into the little the little um porta potty and i literally ran out because it was so disgusting i like literally gagged as soon as i walked in and we left because i just i couldn't hold it like it's like we got some churros and left porta parties are nasty because when i I used to work in the fields you know when i was younger i remember going in there you know super hot as fuck and you go in there and it's like a like a steamless a sauna. Shit sauna it's like <laughs> a steamless a sauna, sauna with just a gnarly fucking dank ass smell like and not dank in a good way it, yeah. was, it was terrible yeah i completely agree but you guys the food the vibes all of it it's on point you guys if you have never been to apulga you have got to visit one it's an experience so. I, I I do like the well some of the food some food was a little bit different. Remember the one time I got tacos and they put lettuce on that that wasn't normal for me. <laughs> I was expecting cabbage and, and like, they were like we ran out of cabbage. I don't know the reason, but I was just like it was not for me. And then that was the first time I tried the fried crickets that they had from Chile. Oh yeah, I that you know actually, and they, they okay. had them in a bag like and a they were all flavor. like they had like tahini on them and like yeah. they were all like all roasted and oily they looked good but like i was like nah fam (laughs) (laughs) that ain't me (laughs) nah um but you know what like they have like their agua frescas oh they had the um what do you call those sanas how do you say i i know a lot of people call the fresh garbanzos right the garbanzos like they were so good they're busting water and salt (laughs) They're pretty yeah, bomb. they're so good. I I love those. Yeah. Anyways, so <clears throat> we're gonna jump into our topic um, today. We're gonna be talking about exorcism, but before we get into the topic, um, what is exorcism? I know everybody has like an idea, or you know, pretty much knows what. Uh, there's so many mo- movies out there and stuff. Yeah, and then the famous, my favorite one, it has to be the one from 1973, the one we talked about, where all the people, are, a lot of them, experienced some terrible deaths. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely for sure my favorite exorcism movie. Yeah. So we all have kind of like an idea because we've seen movies. It's kind of something that's like a common topic in like horror films and just scary movies. But let's get a little bit more in depth on what it actually means and, you know, what it is. Um, The word exorcism is derived from a Greek word meaning binding by oath. Possession and exorcisms date back to ancient times, most likely beginning with the early shamanistic beliefs with, in which spirits of the dead could do harm to the living. Shamans would enter a trance state to search for the spirit. In ancient Egyptian cultures, illnesses were believed to uh, be caused by possession and, a, and priest healers carried out ceremonies to cause the entities to leave. So, like, this goes way back, like, people being possessed. And um, I feel like it was almost like they didn't have, like, the means to help their loved ones when they were really, really sick. So they tried spiritual, turning to, like, more spiritual forms of, like, healing An exorcism is a spiritual practice or ritual, if you will, of 
evicting demons, jinns, or other spiritual entities in order to cure a person, place, or object of negative spiritual influences. In other words, diabolic possession. Diabolic meaning evil, satanic, demonic, etc. The ritual invo involves prayer, blessings, and invocation from an 84-page document called of exorcisms and certain supplications, if I'm saying that correctly. <clears throat> exorcisms can only be performed by an ordained priest to a person, place, object that has been or is, is possessed. The idea of a medical illness has to be ruled out and there also need to be certain indicators that it is a demonic possession, including speaking in foreign or ancient languages that the person would usually have no idea how to speak, supernatural abilities and strength, knowledge of hidden items that the possessed person would not know about, and profuse blasphemy or avoiding anything holy. There needs to be an investigation before an exorcism, typically a process of elimination, First, a priest will consult a psychiatrist in order to determine whether the possessed person's symptoms can fully be explained by mental illness. So it does say that there are about a dozen psychiatrists in the United States who will evaluate the possessed individual for the Catholic Church. There are actually people who do this. Um, I mean, that's good yeah. because a lot of them are, well, some of them, there's one, uh, I forgot his name, but... He he's a, he was a skeptic, and um, they would go to him. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I thought that was interesting to learn that. Um, the person will also undergo a medical examination to find out if the symptoms can be explained from a medical standpoint. If the priest is convinced that the exorcism is the appropriate way to help the person, he will report back to his supervisor, in most cases a bishop, and an exorcism is in order. That an exorcism is in order. The church will then decide to whether or not sanction an official exorcism and designate an exorcist to the case. Um, there are actually three different kinds of exorcisms, which I didn't know. I just thought it was like an exorcism. Yeah, just yeah. an exorcism. So the first type being, and you're going to be blown away by this. I was like, whoa, brah, we've all been exorcised. <laughs> Baptismal exorcism. Oh, blessing yeah. an infant prior to baptism. I found this really interesting, so I had to look into it a bit more. I read that all humans are born with original sin, quote unquote, with the exception of Jesus and Mary. And that this makes us... Of the original sin or whatever. Yeah, and that this makes us servants of sin. But when a person is baptized, they receive God's grace and are translated from death to life. So if you were baptized by a Catholic church, you received a baptismal exorcism. Here, here. Yeah, me too. I've been exercised, yo. Like, so but, what you're doing? I'm just gonna get exercised real quick. <laughs> that does not mean that you are safe from being possessed again as an adult or teenager or adolescent. <laughs> you are not safe from it. It doesn't mean that you will not be possessed by some kind of entity. So there's also a simple exorcism, and this is when. Um, blessing a place or a thing to get rid of an evil influence like an object mm -hmm. and then there's a real exorcism performing the rite of exorcism to rid a human being of a, di a diabolical possession so those are the three different types of exorcisms and i think we have a little bit of background more on what an exorcism is i think i learned a lot from this as well like mm -hmm. i thought i knew a lot about exorcisms but <laughs> there's some stuff here that i found pretty interesting that i really wanted to share with everybody um but ricky has been working on a little story here for us and I am so excited to hear it. Um, it's actually something I don't think I've ever heard. And I am into exorcisms. Like, I know about exorcisms. So, I'm really interested in hearing what he actually found. I think I vaguely heard about this in the past somewhere. I don't remember where. But I did hear some, something similar. But it's kind of just like it's... Uh, the name, basically. I just don't remember the name, right? So, um, 
So yeah. this story sounds familiar to you? Uh, just bits and pieces of it. Oh, okay. Because when I was looking into, I was looking to, because I was, I was trying to see if I can do like a more like a like a recent exorcism or something, you know. Um, and when I was looking into it, this one just kind of like caught my my attention, and I read into it, and then so, so there's there's several different articles that I read, and uh, not all of them had all the information. So you had to like, you know, read several several of them to so you can get the full info Mm -hmm. yeah Um, it's it's kind of that way when you're doing research on topics that you or even stories that you want to tell like it's not like we can go one place and find everything i mean most of the time you can find something but it's like a lot of digging mm -hmm. but i find that most of the time i do better when i i go to several different sources because there's also other more in-depth details on the story at another website than there would be on one i i found my information you know for one wikipedia look you know wikipedia yeah. had it, and then there was another place the uh, mysteriousuniverse.org they mm-hmm. had information on that um and then there was um there was just several several different places that i saw it so i kind of put a little story together with the help of that to hopefully you know, hopefully it was like the story. It was, like I said, interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story I have for you guys is about a 31-year-old guy named Michael Taylor. I don't know if you've heard of that guy. No. Okay, so he lived in Asa, England. And this is back in the back in the 70s. Uh, he, lived in, he lived in England with his wife. They had five kids and they had a dog too. Um, their neighbors described Michael as a regular Joe. You know, he seemed to have a normal, happy life. He would sometimes seem down on his luck because he suffered from depression due to a back injury that resulted in him not being able to hold a long-term job, mm-hmm. be- you know, because of that. Yeah, back issues are no joke, guys. Well, and then, and then during this time, too, um, unemployment was really bad. Like, yeah. Really bad. So he, and he just had, you know, terrible issues. Did it say what year this was? I believe it was like 1976. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so... um so sometimes he would get into these depression episodes and just like feel really, you know, bad about himself and like he mm-hmm. he stopped going around his um his family and kind of just do his own thing. And e- even though he was going through all this, you know, a lot of people still recount hearing a lot of happy sounds and laughter and joy coming out of their house. Mm-hmm. So they knew that even though he was going through this, like there you know there still seemed like a normal life. A lot of people go through a lot of things that don't they don't always talk about it. Yeah, well, you know, your depression does not define you. And exactly. it doesn't mean because you're depressed or you have depression that that's going to be who you are 24 mm-hmm. 7. Like with depression. Some people just, it comes and goes. Yeah, people, it fluctuates. It's in the back of their mind a lot, yeah. you know? And it, it, it really it hits people differently. Every, every, every single person that has any kind of issue, not just depression, like even anxiety or whatever they have, you know, everybody has their own issues to deal with and we can't mm-hmm. compare one person to another oh yeah um so you know most pe- most people that lived in that small town uh they were regular churchgoers uh except michael and his family they weren't that devout to any religion or church or mm-hmm. anything so they were actually so like they were pretty close to several churches but they never they never attended um but there was a woman by the name of barbara wardman who was a friend of the taylor family and she thought that his depression had to do a lot with maybe some negative spiritual forces so she decided to invite him over to a church group called the christian fellowship mm-hmm. hoping that she can help him out you know help him get out of that rut that he was in so the church group was led by a young 21 year old mary robinson that's really young for a church lead i believe I think yeah that's, that's you know young, actually you know? like it is young but i have been seeing younger and younger like I know, but this there's is in the some 70s. churches in walla walla like, if you think where, about it though like right now it's different because like i i feel like it's yeah different it's now. more progressive now and like yeah yeah so like me for example i just from when because I, I don't go to church now to be honest um but i remember it was just usually like older gentlemen like yeah. usually the, the pastor or father yeah. or even if it's like a like a youth group there's like an adult there like an older adult kind of guiding or so helping there's a younger girl yeah, which is even more she's uncommon she's 21 22 some some, some resources said it was i mean 22. even even but. now you don't really see that you mainly see men you mm-hmm. know preaching and doing their thing up there yeah so i just that was just a little you know it was different for me to read that yeah you know that it was a, a younger person leading the, the whole church group that he was invited to um and so you know this was this really started 
like really like he was really liked going to the group because he went you know he was invited and he actually he went and he really likes he really liked going to that group um and when he first started going to to uh to the group he noticed that mary robinson the one that was the lead uh she would like begin shaking and trembling and she believed that you know it was clear signs that the holy spirit was within her and that it was giving her the ability to help those that were suffering um and mm -hmm. she knew about his back so she was kind of like you know maybe i can help this guy out and maybe i can help him heal yeah i've actually seen that happen in like church it's like very common yeah i've been to some too when they do that and they're like oh you know you can walk again or whatever and yeah um but you know yeah 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 i mean to each their own <laughs> and their i own. think whatever comforts you and i i don't judge people on what they believe in. I, I, I believe it I, for sure i believe in miracles obviously you know i believe mm. in the paranormal and all that so of it's very course. possible um some of them though they just some people just to each their own <laughs> <laughs> so you know he was he would go to regular meetings and they, sometimes they would have functions uh, he was always op optimistic about going to them and he made sure not to miss any of them so he was very familiar with her teachings and he very quickly and very quickly it was clear that you know he had actually developed some kind of obsession with that 21 year old marie mm. and he's 31 so he's 10 years older than her uh he even attended some meetings where the group would exercise demons with quotations you know the power of god is what they were mm -hmm. said. So Mary, the group lead, noticed how interested he was in all this and started to offer him private meetings. There were some accounts in where both Michael and Robinson, the lead, would stay up all night making cross crosses with their fingers towards each other to ward off any evil spirits or powers. They thought that the full moon would affect Mary, so they would do it regularly. The group started to think that he had, in fact, basically fallen in love with her, and his wife started to notice the behavior and was kind of crazy. Uh, that that the, his behavior was kind of crazy, and uh, she also noticed that uh, he acted the way he acted towards Mary was kind of like inappropriate. You know, like she didn't like what was going on. And whenever he wasn't around her, like if he was home, he'd act kind of depressed and like kind of like withdrawing even. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you know he would go home, like he because he's spending less and less time at home and. When he would go home, he was always pissed off and taking his anger out on his wife and the kids. And, like, just he was just erratic, basically. And he would, mm -hmm. like I said, he'd fall into, like, these depression yeah. episodes again. And whenever, like, there was time for the meeting, for the group meeting, for, like, oh, hell happy. I'm going to go oh, to the meeting. Cabron. Chilling. Cabron. <laughs> Tall tells signs of a cheater. Like, all <laughs> negative at home and then all happy to go out. And, cabron. So his wife, Christine, was, uh, she was like, fuck, you know, some iffy shit's fucking going on. Like, she's like, there's some shit going on. What the fuck's happening? Um, he, you know, he was, he was no longer the nice, easygoing guy that he used to be. Even though he had his depression episodes, he just, he wasn't nice like he used to be. And you would think going to church would make you a good person. You know, you would think that it's going to change you and mm, you whatever. And, you know, apparently not in this case. Like, it didn't think. help him out. Um, you know, and then speaking of the whole church thing, I like, honestly... You know, I don't go to church anymore, and I used to go, I've, done, I've gone to the mm -hmm. Catholic and the Christian and stuff, but I noticed as a kid, uh, I grew up a Catholic, and I, like, it was like a competition, not a competition, but like, even the, the padre, um, he'd call out the women and be like, why the fuck are you dressed like that? Like, it's inappropriate. Yeah, you know I was I mean? actually there when he did that one time. He was like shaming people. I mean, I'm, you know... I am not one to tell you what to believe in in your religion, what to wear, what to do, how to feel. But me as the the being the person who I am, I felt, you know, I felt uncomfortable with the the comments that he was saying. Like he was basically telling um, the women that they shouldn't be wearing so much makeup, that it's not a good look. Yeah. And that they sh that it's definitely not something that a woman should be doing. And so I think that was the last time I went to that service because I just felt like it wasn't okay for him to sit there and target people and just like pick pick apart their appearance and what they choose to do to make themselves feel better. So I definitely wasn't okay with that. Well, then another thing that I did notice as a kid again, you know, because... You know, we'd go to church or whatever on a Sunday, and it's like we're there and alabare, alabare, like into the music <laughs> and chilling and this and that. And then everybody gets out and they go and get fucking wasted. Some of them go do yay, whatever they're gonna do. You know, it's like they go and they do their thing, but it's 
it was just to me as a kid i was just like like i know what's going on you guys like why are you guys over here faking like you're faking it you're, like i remember i would tell my mom i'd be like hey that guy was drunk the other day and he's over here acting like he doesn't get drunk and she'd be like hey, there. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no i think there's a difference so i there's nothing wrong with getting drunk or no, no, doing, I doing I just something was, that makes you funny doing something that makes you feel better i do think that there's a problem when you preach against doing it and then you're doing it yourself mm -hmm. so that's something that i find an issue like, like being the hypocritical lady the, the lady that that commented on my tattoos one time because i had a tat you know and she was telling me that it was the uh, it, what did she say she said oh your body's a temple and i was like you have tatted on eyebrows <laughs> like and you're, you're commenting on my tats that is so like funny. that was that was hypocritical <laughs> as fuck yeah i think people like to really call each other out for things that they're <laughs> guilty of as well and it's like uh, please don't do that <laughs> can don't you make, not <laughs> don't make me make you uncomfortable it's like because we can go there <laughs> we can fucking go there um oh yeah so you know, so after the wife, Christine, she was like, you know, some shit happening. What the fuck's happening? So she's like, I'm going to go to these meetings with this fool. So she went to one, you know, because I, I think she went to uh, several of them. But to one of the meetings she went, uh, openly in front of everybody, she accused Michael and, and Marie of um, having an affair. She's like, this this fool's over here doing shit, you know, they're clapping. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like um, the way they they're both, clapping. You know, they both denied it. Michael got up, you know, and suddenly he got into like a blind fury. And instead of lashing out on his wife Christine, he actually started like screaming and like speak. Like he got his face distorted, like speaking in tongues towards Marie. And mm -hmm. then he started fucking attacking her, like, like out of nowhere. Like lashing because they were attacking. like they were just at a meeting doing the prayer or whatever. And she was like, "Hey, they're fucking." And then She's you know he like got up hella fast and like oh he's just angry God. and just speaking in tongues and shit like you know the ancient ancient language that you don't normally. Not, not, not just anybody knows, you know. I mean, but I, I guess he was already speaking in tongues in in some of the um, prayer that they. I mean, in speaking the past. in tongues is different from speaking in ancient language. Well, that, but that's that's what it said. It said that that's. He the, started speaking another language in other basically, words. and you know, and then but towards Marie, towards the twenty-one-year-old mm -hmm. lead, um, and then he started fucking attacking her, and so it got so bad that. The people that were there at the meetings had to hold him down before he fucking, before it hurt someone or ended up hurting her, you know. But mm -hmm. she was like terrified. She was like, what the fuck? And then I guess she started like speaking in tongues in her way too to him, like praying, like the hell off me, basically. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. After, so then, you know, after all that shit calmed down, you know, like the following day, he admitted that, no, well, he admitted that he had some kind of evil, like, overcoming him, but he, does, he doesn't remember that what happened. He doesn't remember him doing that or whatever, and so he was like, you know, please forgive me. I didn't mean to do that shit. Like, I don't know what happened. I just know that something came over me, but I can't remember anything. And some people were like, you know what, he's forgiven. It's just fine, you know, let's just go on. But some people were like, nah, dude, like, that behavior, that's just too much. Like, mm -hmm. they're like, you know, we're going to keep a close eye on this guy and... You know, we can't just turn a blind eye and forget what happened. Like, that was, that was Yeah, like, that's something that you would, like, call the cops and, yeah. you know, press charges for. You, know, did <laughs> you, you attack somebody? Did you just assault me? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, when they were keeping an eye on him, you know, they were, they were all talking about it. Like, even though he was there at the meeting, some of them were all talking about it. And, like I said, even though some of, some of them were willing to forgive him and let him to continue to come to those meetings... The people who didn't want him back, they thought that the only possibility for him to act this way was because of some kind of demonic possession. Because like I said, you know, that group was known to like exercise demons and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and that he needed to be, that he needed an exorcism performed on him. So they, you know, they talked to him and, you know, people started to notice that um, he was still acting acting strange as time passed by. And a local vicar, which is like a, a padre, mm -hmm. he ended up calling some local ministers to help him with this exorcism. And Michael was okay with it, you know, he was like, you know, I need help with this shit. And so they go on October 5th, 1974, um, Father Peter Vincent and Reverend Raymond Smith, along with the prayer group, they met at the church with Michael and they started an eight hour long exorcism. Damn, That's like they were, mission. they were thirsty. I, I think feel it was like, like from I like, midnight to like 8 a.m. too. Like I imagine, <laughs> like, like. Mary, you know what we haven't done in a long time? 
like, what, John? An exorcism. <laughs> just looking and, for and, an and opportunity to jump like, on. Holy shit, this fool attacked you the other day. Let's yeah, they're like, we him. need to exorcise him. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, he legit, he was acting, like, the way he was acting. He was acting he was weird, being, like, like uh, he was speaking another language. He was completely and... being erratic, like, he had, like, his mood swings were bad. Like, he was, like I said, when he would go home, he fucking, like, basically hit everybody there. Um, he was just being really mean to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, like I said, even he noticed, he's like, you know, I do need the help. It was different. It was something like, and you would think that because he has been lower in his life like he has been without a job he's been you know like having his back chronic back issues and he never had a history of being violent like like he said he was a nice guy guy. he didn't have a history of being violent so that's definitely something out of the norm for him so you know like i said it was an eight hour long exorcism that they performed um, during the exorcism, he was flailing and thrashing. He was spitting and trying to bite. They started to soak him in holy water. I even read somewhere that they shoved uh, like a cross or a crucifix in his mouth. Um, oh, wow. And then he was, like I said, he was being very erratic. And so they actually had to tie him onto the floor to be able to continue that. Um, they were asking him to repent for all his sins. And he would growl and snarl at anyone getting close to him. Mm-hmm. Like just going crazy. After this long-ass session... Everyone was tired as fuck, and they were like, you know, we're done for now. And they claimed that they casted out about 40 demons, like, you know, demon of lust, demon, just a bunch of demons. Just a, a <laughs> whole shitload of demons. Um, they, they, and so they told Michael, they were like, you know what, just fucking take it easy, you know, and we'll continue this, you know, another day, but we need a rest. But, and then so, th- th- they literally told them, they were like, you just have a few, you just have a few demons left. Just, just a few. <laughs> like two more demons. <laughs> like how fucking casual. Like you just have. You only have. They said you had three demons left. D- three. That yeah. is very precise. Hella chill, you know. Precise. Um, and so the demons that were left behind, according to them, was a demon of murder, the demon of violence, and the demon of madness. Oh wow! There was which like- is like. But they told him like, that. Yeah, but they told. They him. told him. Yeah. So so they were like they were like you know we're gonna take care of this the next day we just gotta rest or whatever so he went in thinking already in his mind i have a demon of murder inside of me right now (laughs) i can already see where this is going so uh one of the minister's wife actually she said that um she claimed that she said that during that when they were saying that we were done or whatever uh that she got a message in her head and she thinks it was a message from god that the Mm -hmm. demon of murder would come out and michael would kill his wife so oh, she, wow. she was pleading. She was like, please, let's just fucking finish the exorcism, you know. Um, but they were like, no, no, dude, like, we're going to go home, pinch carne asada, we got to go chill out for a little bit. They're like, we tired. We did yeah, eight we hours. Yeah, we rest a little bit. And we so, put you in know, eight hours. Michael and his wife, they were like, you know, you guys go home. We'll continue this the next day. We'll come back, you know, we'll take care of you guys. And so remember, this happened about uh, like at midnight, whatever. It ended about 8 a.m. Mm-hmm, tired as fuck. Mm-hmm. They went home. It's like, um, whoa, that's an all-nighter right there. Yeah. And so, you know, a couple hours later, there was a call made to the police station of a man walking around completely naked, Ooh. covered in red paint. I wonder who that is. So they sent out a patrol to investigate, and when the police officer saw the man, he noticed that he was covered in fucking blood, not paint. Oh, God. And that man was Mr. Michael Taylor. Wow. Again, completely naked. I expected that. Um, so, turns out, the co- you know, when the cops will go over there... He had brutally, brutally attacked and killed his wife. Oh no! In his house, like he had strangled his her to wife. death. He gouged out her eyes and tongue with his oh bare my hands. God, he even his attempted, bare hands. He even attempted to rip her face off. That's like it was that's a like fucking murder. That's like monkey strength, like monkey. Like it was grip, obviously super super kind of supernatural fucking strength, like just bad, you know. Yeah, that's like that. that t- can you imagine ripping someone's tongue out with your bare hands? Like the kind of strength <laughs> that would take. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. My God, I mean, um, let alone he like he then went to the family dog and tore him limb from limb. Oh my. Yeah, God. and then I guess he also gouged its dog. eyes out. And it's, it's tongue out too. Wow. Um, he had the five kids. I honestly, I didn't see anything about it. Maybe I didn't do enough research, but I didn't mm-hmm. see like the kids they didn't say that they were harmed. Um, mm-hmm. And then I didn't see what you know what what's going on with them now. Wow. Um, but it was, but you know when he 
when he did that shit to me, he fucked, you know, he fucked up the dog too. I guess he had gotten naked, he was covered in blood, like the house is just destroyed in there, and they said it was wow. one of the most gruesome murders that they've had, they've seen there. Um, and so reports say that when he was walking in the streets, you know, he was walking mm-hmm, around naked, mm-hmm. he was screaming, it's the blood of Satan, just over and over and over and over. And this is when, this is actually during the time that the cop pulled up on him mm-hmm. and saw him, and, you know, the one, the one that was set, pulled up on him to investigate. Uh, he was arrested. Well, he was into the hospital, and then when they they found out everything that went on, he was arrested. And during his trial, he claimed that he did not remember any of it, and that he was possessed by evil forces. During the court, they were saying that the congregation was actually more like a cult, and mm-hmm. they feel like they performed an exorcism to basically feed him these ideas. Yeah, like like if like um, making whatever mental condition he had like worsen. You know, like honestly, like that's the vibe I get. Like I feel like a lot of this was him having like a manic episode like he like they got a guy who was mentally ill and had had already been going through a lot in his marriage in his health you know his job and he was having an affair he had a lot of a lot of triggering aspects in his life he had a lot of anxiety inducing aspects and on top of that they took him and they fucking did an eight-hour exorcism on him and, like, shoved crosses down his throat. And not only that, <clears throat> they planted that seed in his head that he still had the murder demon in him. And to me, that's very telling. It's like, what do you think somebody who's having an episode like that, who obviously needs, like, to be in a hospital, what do you think they're going to do? All I can say is, like, if I was his wife, I'd be like, you know, I think that you shouldn't come home. I already know what you did. <laughs> you need to go home with um, little miss speaking in tongues over here. You guys can do your crossing. <laughs> Whatever you guys do. Do your thing to the moon. And I, I'm kind of, I need some space. I mean, yeah, it would be really creepy, you know, I mean, uh, but at the end of the day, it's like if, you know, you're married to someone, like, I, I mean, me, for example, I would be creeped the fuck out, not a lie. Like, if this should happen to you, I would be like, mm, I'm going to sleep in the couch. Like, uh, you know, you, I'm going to lock your door. You can chill in there. First of all, if this was me and you, I would lock the front door before <laughs> you stepped foot back into the house. That, and your bags would be outside. It'd be too, it'd too creepy to continue, like, you know. To it's not like, not even that. It's a, the fact that he was cheating on oh, his yeah. wife and literally <laughs> assaulted his amante in front of everybody like what kind of shit is that he's like Like, i got you and started attacking her like Um, oh my god that's that's a i i i'm pretty sure i've heard that story actually now that i think about it i think i have heard i just can't remember where it's one of those stories that you kind of push off to the back of your mind but that was definitely interesting and and so hold on before we finish oh 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 yeah it's not there's more so, um, you know, all of this, according to the court, you know, um, just basically pushed Michael to the edge of insanity and murder. And the court found Michael guilty for reason of insanity. Mm-hmm. And he was found both clinically and legally insane. Wow. So he was sentenced to a whole ass four years <gasps> in a psychiatric hospital and released. No. Yeah. True, true, true. Um, no so he continued his odd behavior after that shit. After but he was he released. Didn't, yeah, but he wasn't like, like it wasn't similar. Like, I, mean, I guess like, he didn't do any crazy shit, but he was released. 2005 came by and he was arrested again because he molested a teenager. <gasps> and the court, they didn't want to use any of his past situations on this trial. And he seemed to have very low risk to reoffend. So they just oh, slapped him on the wrist. The guy that tore a dog apart and gouged his wife's eyeballs out was yeah. low risk. Let me guess. To reoffend, and so they <laughs> slapped him on the wrist, you know, and just three years of community service naughty, was good naughty. enough to them apparently. And from what I saw, he was born in 1944, and it doesn't have a death date, so it just says that he's 77. This man is. I think the real demon is him. I think he's a monster. Just so, in general, he's just a overall though. Like I mean, horrible. so my opinion. My opinion. I think that you know it is possible that maybe he has obviously some kind of mental health situation going on. 
Um, no, he did. <laughs> well, well, yeah, because of the depression. But I'm. But I also think it's very possible the whole demonic situation because they were they were messing around in the whole group thing with exercising demons. And the thing about it too, a big. They were calling out these demons. If yeah, names you call and... out their names out, like that's what you. That's what gives them power. That's what like honestly like from what i've read mm-hmm. like you sit there and you call out a demon's name it's gonna like you know, give it power to either mm-hmm. possess you and depending on like he's already has depression so mm-hmm. like he's weak-minded for like not weak-minded but like like he's he's more vulnerable i guess mm-hmm. for them to be able for demons to be able to take over so it's possible that he had that mm-hmm. and on top of that messing around with it constantly going to those meetings and seeing all these exercise uh exorcisms maybe something jumped onto him because that happens a lot Mm-hmm. Where, where you're trying to do that and it jumps onto you you know the, the the priest that that was there he still says you know that shit was it was a possession he was like it's possession like he was not like he was he, he didn't even acknowledge the whole fact that he was depressed and he has a mental situation he was just like that was a possession whether you guys believe it or not yeah everybody has their own opinions he's like and then no matter what you guys say the fact that the priest didn't acknowledge his mental health issues to me is a red flag because that's something that's something that you're supposed to do um like when going through with an exorcism i do find the part where well, they, 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 they did try to rule him out as not as not being um mentally mentally and yeah. clinically insane they tried to rule him out but they obviously they didn't because they, they they ruled him out clinically and mentally yeah, I, I do think it was weird that he spoke in another language. That's something that's not typical, even for somebody going through any kind of episode. That's not normal. And, like, the snarling and growling. And like, the I mean, strength, the the, the excessive mm, strength, you know, like... That's what I'm saying. Ripping like, his, his wife's tongue out, you know, like, barehanded and ripping his dog apart. Like, that to me is, like, really... It's a red flag as well. But... I have another story, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. I wasn't expecting one. No, this is actually something that happened to me when I was like, oh my god, I must have been like six. It was so, or maybe five. I was really young. I have a very vague memory of it, but I will like always remember like the the noises like the surroundings like it really just like stuck with me my entire life like I've never been able to forget this story or this experience so my aunt she has been like very involved in like the catholic church she's very 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 religious like she's very catholic she you know, believes in, like, a lot of the, you know, demonic stuff and, um, just exorcisms and things like that. And that's where I get a lot of my, um, beliefs from as well. It's just, like, my family was heavily involved in, like, the church and stuff. Like, she even worked for the church for a while, I mean, not for a while, but for a very long time. Um, But one day, she, like, called my mom, and she was like, you have got to come with me. Like, we got to go see this. There is a, is, like, a painting at this lady's house, and, like, the image of Jesus just appeared on it, like, out of the blue, suddenly appeared like burned onto this picture like this image of jesus christ and a lot it was like the whole talk of the town like everybody was talking about it my mom was like okay let's go she fucking packed us up in the car yeah me and the girls and took us to this it was like a trailer and I remember it was crowd. I was it was winter. It was cold, and I had this little jacket on. And I just remember it being crowded. Like there was a line to go inside. And then we went inside, and it was super crowded inside. All you could hear is like you know when you're in a crowd, you could just hear people talking, and you can't mm-hmm. make out what anyone's saying. It's just so, a crowd talking. Yeah. Um, so I just remember the confusion from all that because of that. And like, we didn't really get to see the picture. Like we kind of like passed by it and glanced at it. And that's as much as I remember. But I remember like 
someone screaming for help like um that some woman collapsed and next thing you know people are like asking for a priest because she was possessed like she was i remember like uh, hearing growls and like like a dog like a dog growling like if it was a an actual animal and it sounded extremely horrifying my mom just like I just remember my mom like just rushing out of there and saying we gotta go we gotta get out of here we gotta get the girls out of here but I'll never forget that like some lady walked into that trailer just a normal regular lady just to look at this picture like my mom or my Mm -hmm. aunt would and she collapsed and like started like growling and and like it was not normal for her it was somebody like that we all went to church with and it was really weird and i just remember like having this even when i went into the trailer like i didn't i wasn't comfortable i was scared and i remember just a feeling of confusion and and fear and it was cold in the trailer. You could almost see your breath. Like, my nose was cold. And, yeah, we ed- we ended up leaving. We never really heard about what happened. I think they had to perform, in, like, an exorcism on her. But that was, like, the only time that <clears throat> I was ever really exposed to any kind of, you know, possessed person or heard of any kind of exorcism happening any and anywhere near near like our town yeah but i like that like i said that story is like always going to stay like it's always going to be with me like i remember that that's fucking scary and then do you remember when i was telling you about when i was working at sykes the one girl that um she's really christian like a big christian and everything yeah and she um she was telling us that she's not a huge believer in in things like this i guess but she said that one time when she was like a teenager that it made her kind of like lose the whole skeptical thing because mm-hmm. she said that in her church uh the pastor had been talking to like her dad and some other you know regular church goers and they had performed an exorcism in tri-cities and so supposedly that this pastor still has that video that they that they have because they re- they had that they were yeah, like, you know you we gotta to record, record it record that like liability um, purposes i feel like as yeah well. and so i guess there's talk that that video is in walla walla of, of that uh, possession that happened. And tries to, she 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 said that she's like you know I'm, I won't ask for them to let me see it. She's like I wouldn't even want to see it. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, I was like that'd be nice to kind of like at the time I was like that'd be cool to see it, you know. But I, I think it'd be kind of creepy. I I've seen several even when I was like researching this shit, like it was I was getting like the loose pimples. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, this kind of shit. stuff like creeps me out big time. It does remind me of a time when I was living, um, living somewhere. And there is this like older Mexican lady that I would um, I would go to her house every day because like I really enjoyed her company. Like she taught me how to make like different kinds of salsa. She taught me how to make tortillas and different kinds of like authentic foods from where she was like born and raised. And I liked spending a lot of time with her. And I remember one day she was telling me that. Um, she was at somebody's house because they were praying for her like she was like living in a in a house with like a poltergeist like literally she was like i i'm not kidding like this woman is like somebody like who is just a very serious person like attention she no she wasn't like attention seeking she's also very timid and quiet and just a very serious person um and she also was very a trustworthy person i feel like um but she was like we were there praying because like her house is like haunted and um she said when she was there like doors were like opening and shutting like slamming she like lived in a trailer and um she said that she had to leave because she became like overwhelmed and scared and um she's like i'm not going back i can't go back to fuck that go back there but yeah it it was interesting to me i I was like wow like i've never 
I've never was like the occasion of like things that have happened to me like actually experienced like full on doors opening and shutting slamming like I know a lot of people have and I think that's so so crazy like it would scare the bejesus out of me (laughs) (laughs) no for real but you know what what do you guys think we would like to hear some feedback on this and see what you guys think about exorcisms or just anything in general yeah you guys hear hear back like i keep wanting to say comment below because i i watch too much youtube sometimes and um i realize you can't do that on apple podcasts or spotify you can leave a review yeah you can leave a review which we would greatly appreciate um but you know we have been working on um posting more sticker boxes on instagram and um our posts you know when we do post updates on our episodes we would love to hear your feedback what you guys think what your opinions are on this you know, just any kind of comment. We love interacting with, pe- with people. We love reading your comments. We love it. So um, we'll definitely reply. We'll have a conversation. Just have some fun there. Um, but yeah, go ahead and, and go to our Instagram. We have a Twitter as well. And we have a TikTok. All of them are at The Creeps Lounge. We're going to be posting some stuff on TikTok. We're working on reels to add on there and try to you know reach more people yeah definitely we're definitely trying to reach out to um more people we definitely would love to have more followers to interact with um we also are looking forward to freaky friday and our stories i have some really great stories for you guys i cannot wait to share them um but we do do um really look forward to getting emails with your guys' stories, your experiences. So if you have, you or a friend or anybody that you know has a story that you think would be worth sharing or even an experience that you want to share, we would love to hear it and we would love to share it and Especially talk about like it. Especially like all these local stories from here. I would yeah. love to hear the local stories from here. Just even if they're not local, anybody sending us stories, we greatly appreciate it. Like we love to read your stories. And you could definitely send them to us at the Creeps Lounge at, gmail. at gmail.com. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, we're really looking forward to I mean, since we've started Freaky Friday, Creepy Chronicles, we have gotten a story every time. So, so I far. really hope that we continue to pick up traction on that. I think that it's such a great idea. I love sharing stories. It's a great way to get closer with our audience and our community and um just build relationships. I really love it and i look forward to more freaky fridays you guys like honestly and then we've we've been a lot of me especially actually i've been watching scary movies lately i'm uh, so i want some recommendations if you have some good recommendations i just watched um malignant and then i also watched the inheritance and um and then that other one that we watched the night house those Mm -hmm. are pretty good movies Mm -hmm. those are actually pretty good yeah and (laughs) i kept ignore i kept annoying him i was just like Oh my god, I just like making so many comments about the movie like if it was real life. I was like, how <laughs> dare like, this she? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were like he literally like put his hand on my knee and he's like, "Crystal, it's a movie." And I was like, "Oh my god, you're so right. Like why am I stressing you out?" You malignant cuz you were watching the shit out of Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. need to watch it. It's 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 a good movie. I have been binging anime i just finished um demon slayer and let me tell you that anime is 10 out of 10 i still gotta watch that and i have to wait a whole last year (laughs) for (laughs) another season to come out and me with my shitty memory i'm gonna have to commit and rewatch it because then i'm not gonna remember where who's that who's that who's that i hate doing that so I recently picked up to- uh, Tokyo Ghoul again. You're after- Tokyo Ghoul Revo, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. After dropping it, because you know me, I get into different hobbies and stuff. I dropped it for a while, and um, I try to pick it back up off where I left off. And I've stayed dedicated to picking up, <laughs> p- 
picking it back up where I left off. And I cannot tell you, you guys need to see my Google search. Who's this? Who's this person? <laughs> Why are they doing like literally? I just should have just rewatched the entire first it's season. It's good enough to rewatch, though. It is I good like enough it. to rewatch, but like I have other animes lined up. I know what and, you mean. But you know what? It There's not hasn't, enough time in the world. Yeah. It ha- and then with the podcast and everything in our daily lives, the homeschooling, I just don't have time. And um, I will rewatch it one day. It's that good. Um, but I just don't have time right now. And it, let me tell you, it has not affected, you know, my enjoyment in watching it. You know, I did have to Google search a lot of things, but it, it's it remained just as enjoyable for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I look forward to watching more stuff like that. Yeah, so thank you guys for chilling with us again on this weird Wednesday. We always love having you guys. And again, thanks to everybody that's supporting and shouting us out. It's amazing and we we love you all. We love you. That's a wrap. Peace, peace.